Hello and welcome back. I'm one of your co-hosts, Corporal Kyra Pearl with a Third Armored Corps Public Affairs Office. And I'm Sergeant Cynthia Ramirez with 112 CAV. And I am Samantha Farlow with the Garrison Public Affairs Office. And you are listening to Fort Hood's Great, Great Bank, Bank Podcast. Podcast. Hello, everyone. We have some incredibly special guests with us today who are actually on the phone. So this is a fun, different kind of episode. So um, would our guests please like to introduce themselves? Uh, hello, you got uh, CW4 uh, Noah Day uh, with uh, 615th HSC uh, 1ACB. And I'm Specialist Day uh, from HHC Brigade. Well, I noticed you both have the same last <laughs> name. <laughs> is there any certain reason beca- for that? Uh, yes, ma'am. Uh, Tanisha is my daughter. We love that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is so incredible. So you guys, like we mentioned, are on the phone because you are both currently deployed, correct? Uh, that is correct, ma'am. We're both currently deployed to UConn. That is incredible. Well, thank you for being on the show with us. (laughs) That has to be such a strange dynamic. I've never been deployed in general, let alone being able to be deployed with your father or with your child. That's crazy. Has the experience uh, been better because you are able to be deployed together? I think so. uh, On two perspectives, one for mom back home that gives Mm. the ease of mind that she's father. And then two for... uh, uh, my daughter being here with me just kind of eased that pressure. If she has any issues, she has somebody that she could personally come to if needed. <laughs> well, that is awesome. Um, do either of you guys like, I mean, obviously, so this is month of the military child. Um, so do we want to talk a little bit about what that is like being, you know, a military child, but also being in the military yourself? Yes, ma'am. Um, military child is actually a physical experience. You get to move around a lot. You get to meet a lot of new people. Um, I like being a military child. Um, there's obviously, like, hard things that come along with it, like your um, dad being gone all the time, being deployed, or just long hours in general, different hours all the time with the Army. But overall, I like being a military child. It was, like, in the beginning, every three years or so. And now being in the Army, uh, I like myself like being there as well um it's done nothing but benefit me um so yeah what made you join the army was it like did the fact that your father is also in factor into that at all I mean yeah because I've seen him come from nothing to now he can pretty much go out buy whatever he wants like (laughs) he's able to take care of his family like anything that we need he can take care of it and he's got to do a lot of cool things travel to a lot of places meet a lot of people and the benefits that come along with it as well being in the army and also not just because of my dad but because I ended up getting pregnant after high school so I needed something to kind of uh build for me and my son so I could do something for him to take care of him that is so sweet. Oh, I love that. That's so adorable. <laughs> How long ago did y'all know that y'all were going to deploy together? Maybe about a year ago. Oh, okay. 
I feel like that emotional support that you know you're going to have with you while you're on the deployment, that's such a great advantage that so many people don't experience. That's so interesting. And I love the fact that your father mentioned that not only is it easier for you both because you have each other, but your mother at home uh, has the reassurance that you're not alone anywhere else. You have your dad with you or he has you with him and and et cetera, et cetera. (laughs) So how long have you both been in the military? I've personally been in uh, going on 25 years in January. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I've been in a little over three years. Do you plan on doing the full 20? Uh, I'm undecided right now. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> so wait, are you and your father in the same unit together? We're in the same brigade, just different. Uh, she's actually in the brigade headquarters. I'm in a different battalion within the brigade. Oh, okay. That makes sense. So what are your uh, MOSs or your jobs for yeah, our audience? Great question. Uh, I am a, uh, a Blackhawk uh, test pilot. And I'm a 25 Bravo, so an information technology specialist. Uh, yeah, so I pretty much just, like, work on computers, printers, phones, um, anything with technology, kind of, like, troubleshooting it. And um, the reason I'm undecided about the Army is because with my job, you can actually get certificates on the outside world. Um, so that kind of squares me away for the civilian side. I actually just uh, got my Security Plus computer cert. So, yeah, that was a and what, so does, great. what does dad think? Does he want you to stay in or does he want you to progress <laughs> outside of the military? I think what she's saying is just gives her options. She's using the opportunity that she has while in the military to take advantage of certificates and stuff that she can get that when she does decide to get out, she has something she can fall back on. And it's security plus the uh, certification that she just got. I mean, you're looking at making like six figures when you get out. So yeah. it's, it's a plus for her. It's an avenue when she does get out of the Army. Yeah, absolutely. No, yeah, I don't know about everyone else in the room, but personally, (laughs) I have a lot of experience with Signal. Um, I'm currently a 25 November, so we kind of work alongside Bravos. Um, But yeah, that's amazing. I'm so proud of you for getting your sex plus. (laughs) That is so hard to get. That certificate is killer to get, honestly. Yeah, it is is very hard. And it can mean so much whenever you transfer back into the civilian world. Yeah. So that's that's amazing. So how long have you both been deployed? Uh, we left, uh, I left November of uh, 21 and she left in December. So we've been here about five months now total. So whenever she, whenever you left, did you know that she was going to be following you or was that just a coincidence later on? No, I knew she was going to be following me. I and kind that- of persuaded her to based upon the circumstances that she was in. So yeah, she's here for a reason. And how's the experience um, being deployed um, for the both of y'all? Is it um, is this is this her first deployment? I yeah. don't think it's more of a stressful deployment. It's more of a deployment. It just has its different aspects versus it's like a threat environment. It's just more of a you're still gone. You're still away from your family. You still have uh, rules and stuff like that. Lot uh, procedures you got to follow. Uh, so it's still. A deployment? Really a deployment, if that means so. So, like a rotation? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Um, um, and I know y'all said that y'all are in the same brigade, but in different um, battalions. Do y'all get to see each other often or very rarely? Yeah, I see them in the defects. <laughs> <laughs> I look down over there eating with his other um, pilot friends, and I'm over there with my second. <laughs> 
<laughs> and does everyone know that you're his daughter or y'all just try to like not be open about we it? don't advertise okay a lot of people do i think people come up to me and be like do you know a specialist day <laughs> and i'm like please tell me <laughs> kind of funny. so i know that you said that you're a warrant officer sir and then um you're a specialist specialist day sorry <laughs> i i don't want to refer to you as daughter and father yeah. but you both have the last name <laughs> so, um, but is that dynamic of one of you being enlisted versus one of you being a warrant officer does that affect your relationship in any way uh absolutely not i mean she's still my daughter i'm still going to be there for uh i don't it, personally no i don't think so I, I do have to take myself out of the equation whenever she runs into like administrative stuff i'm like that's not my business up to your chain of command uh but when it comes to personal stuff it her rank will not will not matter i'll always be there for her oh no yeah that that is very heartwarming but definitely i can see how that could be awkward like traversing that dynamic while at work since you are in the same battalion or not battalion sorry the same brigade different battalions (laughs) um oh gosh as a parent myself, I can see how difficult that could be for you having to like remind yourself to step back and, and not mess up the chain of information for her. No, absolutely. It, it does. I mean, I, I, exactly. I have to take a step back. I have to be like, you know what? I, that's not, I can't step into this. I can't pull the daddy card. I can't pull the, uh, I know your commander first under card. You have to deal with this through your chain of command. Now is, uh, does, Specialist Day, do you have other siblings as well that are also in the military, or were, were um, you the only one that joined? She's the only child to join the military. Well, that's got to be a really yeah, extra special like, like bond then. Yeah. yeah. So I know we spoke a little bit more about Specialist Day's uh, job in communications and signal, um, but could you tell us a little bit about being a Black Hawk test pilot, sir? Uh, yeah. I'm, I mean, I've been in 25 years. I love it. I'm not ready to get out. That's why I'm still in because I love what I do. Uh, it's pretty cool. You go outside, the kids take the aircraft apart, put them back together, and you go out and fly before anybody else does just to make sure they're good to go. Uh, just, I think it's uh, pretty cool to be able to fly the aircraft in general. It's a test flight or just a normal training flight. Um, yeah, I love it. I've only flown once in the uh, the ones around here, but it's such a cool experience. I can't imagine being able to do that every day for your job. That has to be so exciting. I say the same thing. I'm like, I can't believe I get paid for this. <laughs> Now, when um, Specialist Day wanted to join um, in the – when she first wanted to join, how, how were you with that? Were you okay with her um, wanting to join the military, uh, especially w- her being a female? Yeah, I was deployed. I really didn't know until it was, like, time for her to ship off from MEPS. Oh, what? Specialist Day? You you enlisted <laughs> while he was deployed? He, oh, my gosh. If my child did that to me. <laughs> I mean, we had had conversations. Uh, myself, the wife, and uh, the wife through Tanisha, uh, and reference her uh, life expectation management with her and the child, and then her way forward of actually having a life for her and her son. And that was one of the options. Just really didn't know she went forward with it until it was, hey, I'm leaving today. Oh, wow. No, I definitely agree. It's a it's a great opportunity, especially, like, as, as you said, because she has a child. I just, I cannot imagine not knowing that it was confirmed, like, hey, this is what I'm going to do, mom, dad, <laughs> just so you know, until you were gone. So how did you find out about that while you were on deployment? 
I think they let me know like the day before or something like that. Oh, and then pulled it up on FaceTime and I was able to watch. I mean, I wasn't mad. I knew that it was an option that she needed to really seriously think about it. And I'm glad she did for maturity and to, for her to take care of herself and her child. So I wasn't mad about it. I just knew it was one of the top two to three choices that she had to make. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. It's always nice to have the support of your family, yeah. especially joining the military. No, definitely. I know some people don't have the same uh, supportive experience. Mm-hmm. I know my parents, they were a little freaked out when I told them I wanted to join. Yeah. So it's got to be really reassuring to be able to have that experience like, oh, my father's already been in. My mom has been a spouse for a long time. Like, you know more about the intricacies of what it's like actually being in the yeah. army. So it's not as scary (laughs) making that first step so has being deployed together given you a chance to strengthen your relationship are you spending a lot more time together i know whenever you're back here you guys don't really work together necessarily so do you have more of an opportunity being deployed i mean i don't think so because he's always working i'm always working so when we're not working we're probably like resting because we work a lot over here. Like, I work seven days a week sometimes, most of the time. So we're pretty much always busy over here. Um, well, that is incredible. We want to say thank you. Is there anything else that you guys um, really feel that you need to share with us today? Hey, like, any advice you want oh, yeah, um, that's a good, to yeah. give the other troopers who are, well, I guess we're going deployment soon? Yeah, I would say you just got to keep a positive attitude, especially like when you're out in a rotation because you are away from your family, you're away from everything you know. You're in a foreign country, everything is different, there's restrictions. Like, uh, I thought I was going to cut my hair and it was just going to be a fun time. <laughs> Definitely, it's more work than I've done back in uh garrison environment. So, you just got to come on here with a positive mindset. Um, it's definitely easier with my dad here because I feel like I have someone to fall back on in case anything happens. But yeah, I was just coming here with a good attitude. Even in the army in general, you just have to have a good attitude. It is what you make it. Yeah, right, right. And sir, do you have any advice for the young troopers? (laughs) Or did your daughter? In regards to deployments or anything? No, I mean, like she said, uh, just keep a positive attitude. And then uh, once you get there, just do what you got to do so you can get back home to your family. Do it needs to get done. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> oh, yeah, me too. Well, it has been so amazing to talk to you both today. This has been such a great interview. I'm so excited to learn about this dynamic. It's it's such a unique situation to be able to be deployed together. Um, but, yeah, thank you so much for joining us for this interview today, especially since it was long distance, yeah. over the phone, <laughs> out of your way and everything. Uh, thank you so much. Yeah, it was our pleasure. money and get special military discounted tickets to your favorite attractions like Six Flags, Schlitterbahn, SeaWorld, Disney World, and more. Stop by our Leisure Travel Services office located right here on post to get those tickets. For more information, go to our website at hood.armymwr.com. Have fun! Fast-moving flood water can easily push your vehicle off the road and place you or your family in great peril. Even one foot of flood water can exert 500 pounds of lateral force on a vehicle, pushing it off the road. Every year, more than 80% of flood fatalities involve vehicles, and about 10 people on average drown in their vehicles per year in Texas. 
Fort Hood experienced 10 vehicle flood fatalities from 2016 to 2017 alone, and Bell and Coriel counties have had more than 30 fatalities each since 1959. I-35 connecting Dallas, San Antonio, and South Central Texas is known as Flash Flood Alley, and FEMA considers flooding to be America's number one natural hazard. Flash floods in Central Texas can happen within only a few hours of rain, and their most active months are April, May, June, and October. Is it worth the risk of losing your life? of leaving loved ones behind to try crossing? Overconfidence kills. Never drive into the water on roadways. It's not worth it. Oh my gosh, that was such a great interview. I'm glad that they have such a great dynamic together because I know, I know. <laughs> if it was me and my parents, I feel like it would make it harder to be Yeah, <laughs> I could see that. I could definitely, but I am glad that they have such a great bond and yes. I'm glad that they were able to do this with us. I'm so excited. The signal seven work. hours yeah. ahead of us and yeah. Usually phone interviews are, are pretty hard to yes. keep the technical stuff yeah. up to date. Yeah. I didn't so. think we really had any issues with that. So that was really good. Very exciting. Yeah, definitely. Speaking of exciting, it is the last episode of this month, which <gasps> means we've got Blair with us. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Please introduce yourself. Hi, it's Blair, and I'm the living editor for the Fort Hood Sentinel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for being here with us today. We are obviously talking about Traveling Soldier, yes. which if people, this is your first end of the ep month episode <laughs> that you've listened to. Um do you want to tell us a little bit about what Traveling Soldier is? Sure. So um, each week, uh, usually we'll have an article about a different kind of tourist attraction or a park or, you know, just a, a place you can visit uh, in Texas. Awesome. So, yeah. Things to do for mm -hmm. the soldiers yes. and family and whoever else wants yes. to do them. Yes. Yeah. We usually pick family-friendly activities. Great things to do <laughs> yeah. in the great place. Ooh, exactly. By the great place. <laughs> Within yeah, the general so vicinity. Yeah. Within two hours <laughs> of, yes, yes, that. that's what it is. But um, this month, um, our design editor, Chris Hawks, covered the, uh, forgive me if I'm saying this wrong, Celis Brewery. I can't say that word. And um, there's a, uh, I forget what the food truck is called, but they serve um lobster stuff oh. all lobster stuff yes uh they have their whole schedule and like where they're gonna be online it's it's a big deal oh wow um and the picture he took of what he got was very very it, sounds, it looked very very good it so sounds really good yes. i did not expect <laughs> i thought you know texas brisket right. or barbecue or something like that oh, yeah, i didn't definitely. expect mm -hmm. lobster it sounds so fancy yes <laughs> <laughs> it looks very good and that's that was uh down in austin um, uh, just to clarify, I'm not sure if the food truck's still in Austin or not, but, but you can look it up. There's like a little, yes, way yes. In, in his article, okay. he said how to find it and the, oh, all perfect. that good okay. stuff. So check it out on our website. Yeah. Um, the second one we did this month was mine and I went to the Brazos Valley natural, hang on, no. Okay, Brazos Valley Museum of Natural History. Ooh, I always get them mixed up. Very long yeah. name. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's uh, in the Bryan College Station area. So that's a little bit more of a drive. It's a couple hours from here. Okay. And then our last one for this month, uh, Brandy Cruz, our news editor, kind of did a overall view of the Blue Bonnet since it is Blue Bonnet oh. season. And that is our state flower. Oh. So, yes. So that we, we had a lot of fun stuff this month. 
That's so, awesome. Yeah. Okay, so, so oh, go ahead. No, you're good. Yeah. I was just going to ask what your favorite part of the one that you covered was. Okay. So, um, the museum is it was really cool. It's a lot larger than I thought it would be. They've their traveling exhibit right now is uh about pottery, so kind of from like very very start so basic pottery to now, you know, you have 3D printing. So mm. it kind of starts from here and goes here and then they have um a lot of uh, like gemstones and uh, stuff like that. That was probably one of my favorite parts because I love sparkly things. <laughs> and I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and um, then, you know, they have a lot of fossils too, and they've got stuff from uh, the kind of pioneer days. So they've got a full-size chuck wagon Ooh. Uh, that you can look at. And then our favorite part, me and my roommate went, uh, they have a... Uh, uh, animal room for lack of a better thing to call it mm. but um they had a beehive that was like in a glass case so you can see the honeycomb <gasps> and the bees walking around yeah that was cool that and so then cool. okay then we met boris oh boy <laughs> and uh boris is a common snapping turtle uh-huh. um and i'm familiar with snapping turtles because growing up in the sticks texas we had <laughs> snapping turtles all the time, except uh, we had alligator snapping turtles. Oh, my. So the difference is... I was going to uh, ask, yeah, what's <laughs> yeah. the difference here? <laughs> Boris's shell is a lot smoother and more kind of dome-like. Okay. An alligator snapping turtle, its shell has kind of like those ridges on the back, much like oh, okay. an alligator. Ah, okay. So, and they grow a lot. They can grow a lot larger. We're talking... Ah. Several hundred pounds. Whoa. Very, very big. Um, Boris, a common snapping turtle, I think it said 19-ish inches. Okay. According to the all-knowing Google. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, which he looked to be about that size yeah. from nose to tail. But And he was very active and swam straight for us in his, oh. Uh, oh in his tank. Uh, <laughs> you know, I've seen these things snap. You know, it's not, you don't want to be, you know, not have glass in between you and one of these guys oh. but um once they, he realized we they had weren't glass right yeah he was okay. in a tank yeah <laughs> yeah he was in a tank no you said he Good came straight for you so i was <laughs> like oh no you just walk in the animal room they're like watch your toes <laughs> <laughs> you might lose one today yeah exactly <laughs> just sign like a waiver beforehand i know right <laughs> yeah but no he um he thought we were going to feed him. That's why he Aww. came up to us um, in the paper. He's His picture is really cute. He posed right by his little <gasps> name tag. That's so cute. Um, but yeah, there once is. he realized we were not feeding him, he was very disinterested. Yeah, <laughs> fair. He's like, oh, never mind. <laughs> but um, yeah, they've got perfectly preserved butterflies of all kinds. And like you can oh. see and beetles and they've got um, different birds of prey. So they've got hawks. You know, uh, what else? And they're all stuffed, obviously. These aren't alive. But, like, they're all in there that you can see. Um, it's definitely kind of more of the kids' area. You can just tell by how it's laid out. Mm -hmm. um, they've got, um, they had hissing cockroaches in a tank. Oh. Oh. I can't stand cockroaches. We weren't mind. there very long. And then uh, <laughs> I don't blame you. they had a tarantula, um, several box turtles, a couple of snakes, which I also don't like those either. So, you know, <laughs> but, um, I was very, very impressed with everything that they had to look at. And I was not expecting to see any kind of live 
you know, animal or anything. So that was fun. Yeah. You know, and something that I kind of know a little bit more about, you know, that was fun to see. So we enjoyed that. And there's lots to do in College Station. So that was just one of our stops. But we'll talk about the other ones later. (laughs) They're coming. (laughs) Ominous. And then... um, as far as blue bonnets, yeah. just okay, I was gonna ask yeah. <laughs> for anyone who's not native to Texas, we may not know very much. I've heard that they're beautiful mm-hmm. and that they're you know obviously blooming right now. Mm-hmm. They yeah. are. If you like drive, you can like yeah um, out on the roads. You see them everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, there's a few on post. I've seen not any big patches this year. This year was kind of a little bit lackluster around here. Um, it depends on you know the amount of rain they get at one other part, they're very fickle. So uh. they're very particular about growing or not, <laughs> you know? So um, if you've seen a huge patch in years prior, it may not be in the same place, you know, um, the next year or the year after that. Oh, wow. So just keep that in mind. Um, we traveled, we were driving to college station doing everything else um, during kind of like the peak and they started growing over there a lot sooner than they did here. Okay. Probably about a week or two sooner. They were in full bloom and ready to go. Mm. So, uh, we drove out there earlier in the month to take pictures of them and everything, but they are, there's five different kinds. Oh, wow. Per Brandy's article. And, uh, they are all considered the state flower, not just one kind. Oh, oh that's cool. So, that's uh, yes, some can grow really, really tall. I think one kind can grow up to three feet tall. Oh. So that is almost my <laughs> <laughs> flower is almost as tall as me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's obviously not the ones we get here. Right. Yeah, but, yeah. you know. Um, so, one interesting fact she wrote about um, on one of the little bonnet petals, if you look close, they have a little white center in the middle if that is red if that little white spot turns red that means that they are out of um stuff for bees to collect oh <laughs> yeah so on. that tells yeah. the bees to move on to a different interesting yes cool wow. yes so if you look up close and there's some that are red that means some bees were there working really hard yeah so um also um. i've also taken pictures of people in these things you can't pick these flowers also. I just want to mention that. It's illegal. Oh, that's illegal. very good to know because oh. I know it's been real popular to get photos I was going to mention them. Yes. You can sit them. in them. You can take pictures in them, obviously, but just don't pick them. Huh. You can't do that. Um, but if you are going to try to take family photos in these, because I know it's popular to get pictures of little kids in these flowers, just know, obviously, there's bees. And if they're allergic to that or if you just don't want you know, that to be bad. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Just be careful. And rattlesnakes like to hide in these flowers. So also be aware, (laughs) yes, that there could be snakes. So, and obviously it's getting warmer. They're going to be very, very active right now. Oh, no. So, yes, and we've got scorpions up here (gasps) and tarantulas and all of that. So just be... There are tarantulas in the state? Yes, there was one on my college campus one time. Yeah. I don't think they're like every two seconds, yeah, like, oh, there's a tarantula, but, like, but they do it. They are out here. That's crazy. Yeah. So um, I've been told that the, you know, you said the blue bonnets are really fickle. Mm-hmm. When do they usually die, like stop blooming or, or go away or, or whatnot? If you're wanting to get some pictures, I would recommend starting sooner rather than later because we're coming up on the end of April. Um, like I said before, um, the ones in College Station were blooming early April. 
and they're starting to kind of die off. So sense. the ones here should be starting to die off within the next week or two. Mm. So I may or may not have a photo shoot <laughs> scheduled this weekend uh, already. So I was yeah. just trying to <laughs> gauge sure whether or not. <laughs> yeah. The last time I checked, just driving out of here, and this was about a week ago, so it, they may not be there still. Um, there is a like a honey farm place in Temple. Mm. It's a business. I forget what it's called, oh. but right. Yes, I know what you're talking about. Right outside yes, of yes. there on the road. And there's plenty of room to pull off mm. on the side of the road and park. Obviously, you're on a highway, so if you have kids. That's another Watch thing. Do not trespass on personal property. Please, private property, don't do that. Oh, Just wow. be, yeah. people do that sometimes. Obviously, you can get in big trouble with the landowners. So please be aware of the property you will be on or mm-hmm. the place you're at. And mm-hmm. make sure you have permission. Obviously, if we're on the side of a highway... You You should be fine. fine. Mm -hmm. Um, Just obviously watch for cars, you know, don't not pay attention to your kids if they're little, but, um, cause this is a very high speed road, but again, there's plenty of shoulder space and the, um, median where all these flowers are is pretty wide, which also allows for a larger group of blue bonnets. So you don't have to do any kind of camera tricks to make it look like there's a huge patch of it. So um, just be aware is the best advice I can give you if you're going to go out and try to get these pictures. And that's the place I recommend because that's the last place I saw a whole bunch in one place. No, yeah, definitely. Good information. I know I'm personally pregnant, of course. I know a lot of people are trying to get their maternity pictures during Mm -hmm. this very short fickle season Uh, of blooming. Uh, hopefully this weekend they're still good. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, even if not, there are a whole bunch of nice, just wildflowers that kind of have stayed when the blue bonnets die. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, there are a lot of flowers out. So, I mean, I recommend just going getting photos period, but you know, Especially you, because these are special, <laughs> special memories for you to have. Besides, month of the military child, we want to get yeah. those photos mm-hmm. of our families. It's, uh, it's the pretty, you know, short spring, quote unquote, <laughs> that Texas has. Yes, very <laughs> short. Yeah. So, <laughs> got to document it before uh, summer heat starts boiling in. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's a, it's a big Texas tradition here is to get blue bonnet pictures, so... That's why we run an article on our state flower. <laughs> that. That's mm-hmm. so sweet. <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's all we've got. Yeah. yeah. Anything else? Um, we got a lot of fun stuff coming up. So yeah. just be ready. Ooh. Stay tuned yeah. for next month. <laughs> yeah, stay tuned for next month. I can't <laughs> wait. We may or may go back may or may not go back to college station. You know. Ooh. Ooh. Who knows? Okay. No. <laughs> a little foreshadowing <laughs> happening. Yes. Some, some uh, hints. Yeah. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> All right. Well, Blair, thank you so much for coming mm-hmm. on. Yeah, no problem. Um, and we will talk to you guys all next week. Bye. Bye. This podcast is a U.S. Army Garrison Fort Hood and Fort Hood Public Affairs production. The show's theme music is written and produced by Delicious All-Stars. All our music is obtained through Filter by SongTrader. Have a question or want to share some insights with us? Email us at forthoodpao at gmail.com. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter 
at USAG Fort Hood. And as always, be sure to leave a review and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.